Section 44 of Gray's Anatomy, Part 5. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Laurie Ann Walden. Anatomy of the Human Body, Part 5, by Henry Gray. The Hypothesis Cerebri. The hypothesis, pituitary body, is a small reddish-gray body, about one centimeter in diameter, attached to the end of the infundibulum of the brain and resting in the hypophyseal fossa. The hypothesis consists of an anterior and a posterior lobe, which differ from one another in their mode of development and in their structure. The anterior lobe is the larger and is somewhat kidney-shaped, the concavity being directed backward and embracing the posterior lobe. It consists of a pars anterior and a pars intermedia, separated from each other by a narrow cleft, the remnant of the pouch or diverticulum. The pars anterior is extremely vascular and consists of epithelial cells of varying size and shape, arranged in cord-like trabeculae or alveoli, and separated by large, thin-walled blood vessels. The pars intermedia is a thin lamina closely applied to the body and neck of the posterior lobe, and extending onto the neighboring parts of the brain. It contains few blood vessels, and consists of finely granular cells, between which are small masses of colloid material. The pars intermedia, in spite of the fact that it arises in common with the pars anterior from the ectoderm of the primitive buccal cavity, is often considered as a part of the posterior lobe which arises from the floor of the third ventricle of the brain. Although of nervous origin, the posterior lobe contains no nerve cells or fibers. It consists of neuroglia cells and fibers, and is invaded by columns which grow into it from the pars intermedia. Embedded in it are large quantities of a colloid substance histologically similar to that found in the thyroid gland. In certain of the lower vertebrates, for example fishes, nervous structures are present, and the lobe is of large size. From the pars intermedia, a substance, no doubt an internal secretion, causes constriction of the blood vessels with rise of arterial blood pressure. This substance seems to have a stimulating effect on most of the smooth muscles, acting directly upon the muscle causing contraction. It also increases the secretion of the urine, of the mammary glands when in functional activity, and of the cerebrospinal fluid. Extracts of this lobe also influence the general metabolism of the carbohydrates by accelerating the process of glycogenolysis in the liver. The pars anterior exercises a stimulating effect on the growth of the skeleton, and probably on connective tissues in general. Enlargement of the hypothesis and of the cavity of the cella tersica are found in the rare disease acromegaly, which is characterized by a gradual enlargement of the face, hands, and feet, with headache and often a peculiar type of blindness. This blindness is due to the pressure of the enlarging hypothesis on the optic chiasma. Development of the hypothesis cerebri. This in the adult consists of a large anterior, consisting of the pars anterior and the pars intermedia, and a small posterior lobe. The former is derived from the ectoderm of the stomodium, the latter from the floor of the forebrain. About the fourth week, there appears a pouch-like diverticulum of the ectodermal lining of the roof of the stomodium. This diverticulum, pouch of Rathke, is the rudiment of the anterior lobe of the hypothesis. It extends upward in front of the cephalic end of the notochord and the remnant of the buccopharyngeal membrane, and comes into contact with the undersurface of the forebrain. It is then constricted off to form a closed vesicle, 
but remains, for a time, connected to the ectoderm of the stomadium by a solid cord of cells. Masses of epithelial cells form on either side and in the front wall of the vesicle, and by the growth between these of a stroma from the mesoderm, the development of the anterior lobe is completed. The upwardly directed hypophyseal involution becomes applied to the anterolateral aspect of a downwardly directed diverticulum from the base of the forebrain. This diverticulum constitutes the future infundibulum in the floor of the third ventricle, while its inferior extremity becomes modified to form the posterior lobe of the hypothesis. In some of the lower animals, the posterior lobe contains nerve cells and nerve fibers, but in man and the higher vertebrates, these are replaced by connective tissue. A canal, craniopharyngeal canal, is sometimes found extending from the anterior part of the fossa hypotheseos of the sphenoid bone to the undersurface of the skull, and marks the original position of Rathke's pouch, while at the junction of the septum of the nose with the palate, traces of the stomadial end are occasionally present. Fraser. The pineal body. The pineal body, epiphysis, is a small reddish-gray body about 8 millimeters in length, which lies in the depression between the superior colliculi. It is attached to the roof of the third ventricle near its junction with the midbrain. It develops as an outgrowth from the third ventricle of the brain. In early life, it has a glandular structure which reaches its greatest development at about the seventh year. Later, especially after puberty, the glandular tissue gradually disappears and is replaced by connective tissue. Structure the pineal body is destitute of nervous substance and consists of follicles lined by epithelium and enveloped by connective tissue. These follicles contain a variable quantity of gritty material composed of phosphate and carbonate of calcium, phosphate of magnesium and ammonia, and a little animal matter. It contains a substance which, if injected intravenously, causes fall of blood pressure. It seems probable that the gland furnishes an internal secretion in children that inhibits the development of the reproductive glands, since the invasion of the gland in children by pathological growths which practically destroy the glandular tissue results in accelerated development of the sexual organs, increased growth of the skeleton, and precocious mentality. End of section 44